Welcome to the Black Door Music Argument. I'm Joshua. I'm Carson. Wow, that was fucking awful. <laughs> I intentionally did it wrong just to throw <laughs> off Barry and Carrie, and it is worth it every single step of the way. That because was they perfect. know that I that want it to perfect. be in the order. <laughs> just keep it. Yeah, oh, oh I'm gonna leave it that way. I well, love because we like, already got the honestly, word fuck out there, so eyes... it's explicit now. <laughs> right. No, I like watching your eyes as it was like, wait, no. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so beautiful. Hey, Josh. Hey, Carson. Okay, so today's topic is funeral songs, all right? So we're going to be sharing songs that should be played at a funeral, yours or other people's. It doesn't really matter. However, recognizing that during this time of pandemic and COVID-19, where there's a quarter million deaths in the U.S. right now because of lack of wearing masks and all of the things, whatever you want to be, wherever you're at. But, uh, yeah, this may not be the most timely, but this is a, definitely a topic that we've been wanting to talk about actually prob- probably for about, like, two to three years. Real quick, when you say timely, are you saying it's not the appropriate time to have this right. conversation? Right, Pro- appropriate. That's right. what I, I meant. disagree. People are dying. They ne- People need people to know dying. what to play at these funerals, and maybe so I- they haven't told you. And backing up, I think I've talked about this on other episodes that my wife a decade ago said, hey, you need to figure out your funeral playlist and let me know in advance because, because I, I, don't, I don't know. I mean, uh, my this funeral was playlist a couple of months ago that your wife said this or right, why would, yeah, she reminds me regularly whenever I piss her off. Okay. Like, hey, you got your uh, funeral playlist <laughs> updated because there's a fucking knife in the other room and I'm just done. Hey, speaking of timely, <laughs> whose funeral playlist is this on? Da, 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 da. Oh. oh, Barry. So we are recording this on the day that everyone found out that uh, Senor Trebek has uh, passed away. But I will say, though, the meme of the SNL Jeopardy with Sean, with Sean Connery saying, you know, when you beat your, ar- your rival to the pearly gates, it's pretty solid <laughs> if you haven't seen those, so... Yeah, gold. Oh, so any meme creators out there? Nice job, y'all. Yeah. Um, okay, now back to funeral playlist. So for me, I know that I I have a mix on here of some of the ones that I would specifically say I would like played. Um, but then I think there also is just going to be some conversation about just songs that would just be really great to have played in general. And again, we've had many conversations about this over a series of episodes, and we decided we're going to do this now. I personally will go ahead and put this caveat in. Depending on my mood, my playlist changes in every part of my life. It's going to be really okay. hard to plan for your wife because she won't know what type of mood oh, you no. are. It's essentially like so a are wedding. You, like a it's, DJ, it depends on the mood the he dies list. in. That's, that's what it yeah, is. Yeah, exactly. No, it's the approved list, you know, and, and that's just kind of the way it goes. But, like, I, I spend an unhealthy amount of time thinking about funeral music. And, and like... I don't think it's a problem. It's a it's a hobby for me. Yeah, but like as I'm an listening amateur, to music for the first time, and I'm just like, huh, how would this play at a funeral? As an amateur funeral director, I think you should be spending all kind of this time. Right, exactly. No, but like I'm sitting here listening. To, like I remember when 303's album Night Sports came out, and I'm listening to <laughs> it like, hmm, now how would this song 7-Eleven play at a funeral? Hmm. I mean, it's something people like to sing along to. It's got a catchy beat. <laughs> But like that, that like that's that's part of the barometer for listening to new music. Would it play better me. at a funeral of someone who died at a Seven Eleven? Maybe. Okay. Just no. 
I mean, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> just just in general, if you're not familiar with that, if you're not familiar with the album Night Sports by 303, there, there is another song that I will honestly say again. I think about this is part of the new music experience for me. Now I'm letting everyone in behind the veil. I Every song I listen to in that, it generally goes, how would this play at a funeral? And that becomes part of that that process. So when the song is, I think the song's called My Dick. Literally in my head, I'm like, this would be pretty funny. It really would be pretty funny. Everyone's family's together. The chorus cuts in. Every time I look at my dick, I'm like, holy shit, that's a big dick. Real funny. Maybe not the most appropriate for a funeral, though. What if it's a funeral for a man named Richard? I guess that's true. I mean, the next part of the chorus is, and every time I look at your dick, I'm like, holy shit, that's a small dick. So, again, even if it was Richard, maybe if it was, like, two guys named Richard, one of them being large, one of them being small Mm -hmm. in this scenario. But otherwise, you know, I I feel generally is it's supposed to be spoken about the man's genitalia, which, again, generally not brought up, I think, at a funeral. Most of the time not, yeah. And that just makes me think of uh, Flight of the Concords, uh, too many dicks on the dance floor, I mean. Mm-hmm. You know, the, yeah. the the dance floor after a funeral, maybe that's not the best song to play. It's true. And okay, so I, I will also say I recognize funerals come with a lot of baggage. And I've been to a lot of different kinds of funerals. I've been to the ones that are just laughing the whole time. People are sharing really fun stories. And I've been to very somber, very somber experiences. And I think that when you talk about funerals, people will generally lock into kind of one of those lanes. And... I would hope that the type of funeral that is for people who know me, people will come together and not just share fun or funny experiences, but hopefully make fun of me in the process that the whole group could be like, oh, yeah, he is a dumb bastard. (laughs) That's that's the kind of funeral I want. And so I, I think I've shared this before, but in my daydream of what my funeral would look like, I would like to have a dress code. And the idea is, if you come in the door and you are not within dress code, you are not allowed to continue, like one of those dope clubs in awesome cities. And the dress code would be, like, you have to be wearing, like, a Justin Bieber t-shirt or a Nickelback t-shirt, something supporting either Justin Bieber or Nickelback. And if someone comes in and they were like, listen, this is not appropriate, I'm in my Sunday best, This this is just wildly inappropriate for a funeral, I would hope that people would be like, okay, if this is the line, Trust me, you don't want to go any further. Right. I mean, because first of all, it's Tuesday. and Yeah, I mean, <laughs> literally, it's Taco Tuesday. We literally have tacos sitting over there. And, and spoiler alert for anybody who knows me, I have already shared with my wife that I want someone to get birthday cake at the funeral, and it cannot be their birthday. Because <laughs> this is a thing I'm kind of known for. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm- no holds barred. I'm kind of on the same lines of that, like, you know, like w- when people are at your funeral, you want them to hear like, you know, OK, there's some there's some good things. There's some fun things to remember. And then and then there's the what the fuck? I didn't know anything about that. Like what what's going on? Like just have like like a, a left field ex- experience like for people like I had no idea that this person was like really into like like for me, like who who knew he was into Bill Haley? Like, so, I mean, like, there, there's a lot to talk about with it. And, and, again, I go with more of the humorous side to the point that, again, I'm going to share more information. Um, I was once helping someone with a printer that they needed help with, and they were printing bulletins for a funeral. And I looked at the picture, and it was really blurry and pixelated. 
And the person who's putting it together goes, it's just so sad. The family just didn't have a non-pixelated picture. And I was like, oh, I just would like someone to put all my contact on it and just use a picture of Brad Pitt from like his <laughs> 20s <laughs> and just have no no explanation at all. But literally you're like, the hell is this? Because that's the kind of thing people save bulletins. They find it like four years later. Someone's like, uh, Brad Pitt? Yeah. But that's not a... What the hell is this? Well, and hopefully, like Brad Pitt wearing like, like a you know military outfit, you know military uniform from. Like... I was thinking shirtless from Fight Club, just oh, covered yeah. in blood. That's what I was thinking too. <laughs> that is the best movie he's known for. So now I've got a, yeah. uh, I've got a bulletin story uh, for that actually happened at my father-in-law's funeral. Um, one of his favorite hymns was "Lead on, O King Eternal," but it was always a family joke that they would always sing lead on O kinky turtle. So <laughs> the secretary who's close friends Ooh. with the family printed up one bulletin <laughs> with that song titled <laughs> lead on O kinky turtle. And they gave it to the family and they, that's it was, solid. they, that's there was a, there was a moment was of, really of laughter. Would say, and then the there back. was a misprint and everybody got that. And <laughs> <laughs> they actually printed well, one copy of the real one. Thankfully, thankfully, got the there was, one. Thankfully, there was also the number, so everyone could see which hymn it was. See, now I think that um, kind of going back to that, I, I imagine that as we're going into this topic, because I realize that in some cases, I'm hoping that our conversation here about funerals is kind of setting a stage to our conversation to come. There will be things that will be serious. There will be things that are less serious. But also understanding that we recognize there is sorrow, there is loss, and it's hard. That being said, you kind of set a stage for that example and or that that situation. Um, so I think that also on my list, I have ones that I would like to have people sing as a congregation, similar to what you were just talking about, Barry. And like, I will go ahead and just throw out my first song. Um, this is a one or the other kind of a choose your own adventure. But as a congregation, I would like the song either Bodies by Drowning Pool or Nookie, or Nookie by Lip Biscuit sung. Partially because I hope that there are people in the audience that would just really appreciate hearing a large group of people either just like, I did it all for the Nookie. Come on, the Nookie. Maybe even have like a call and response with a leader, you know, like side A, side B. I did it all for the... Come on. You know, I, I feel like there's some fun to have there. Um, or just, again, let the bodies hit the floor. Really, just use that as the opening number for the people that aren't going to like it. Just send them right out the door right away. I, you know, so the three people that remain, they're on board. Uh, and just to hear to this, that organ led would just be amazing. Like, yes. Right? That's, yeah. I was listening to this, this the list uh, today, and let the bodies hit the floor it just seems like a perfect funeral song. You know, it's kind of like the the processional and everybody's sitting down and, you know, just when when everybody's supposed to settle down, boom, hit it with that, get them all, you know, quieted down so you can start the service. Again, like there is this meme that circulates that says, I believe that Let the Bodies Hit the Floor and It's Raining Men was written about the same situation from two different perspectives, <laughs> which would also be a great mashup if someone could actually make this happen for my funeral. But, um... Yeah, it's a great song, and again, I'm sure some people would be offended, and some people would just, 
I realize that my whole funeral playlist is catered to a very tight group of people, and the tight group of people are going to be all in, and everyone else is <laughs> probably dancing around the outside, not quite figuring out whether or not they should wade into the pool or not. <laughs> That's how you know who your true friends are. Right. Right. Absolutely. Or, so do you want me to kind of keep walking through some of mine? Yeah. Or do we want to kind of dance sure. around? I like the past tense there, Carrie. New. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> um, so I feel like another one that can kind of be like the, you know, kind of walking through the funeral experience. Hey, welcome, everybody. This dumb fucker died when he stuck his tongue in a, you know, electrical outlet, you know, on a dare from Barry. He, he, he won the three dollar bet um, and then follow it right up there with another one bites the dust by Queen. See, this is because, where I have an issue. This is OK. Just, why is that? This is just basic shit, man. I mean, <laughs> oh, I know. I mean, Iowa had a, a, a stereo ad in the '90s where they where they had a hearse driving down the road, and people are looking, and 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 there's a like a kid in a suit driving, and then all of a sudden you see that he's driving a hearse and he's singing another one bites the dust. I just so it's a little so real quick, Barry, Barry, yeah. How many funerals have you been to where they played the song? <sighs> no, none. No, well, I mean. It's so common. Everyone no, gets I it. Just, How many funerals have you been to where they've done? It's a little on the nose is all I'm saying. Yeah. Come on. Well, oh, oh, so I'm sorry. So <laughs> bodies is a little bit not on the nose? <laughs> I mean, okay, I'm sorry. I guess I should also have an ejector seat out of the casket in bodies. So that way you just kind of, <laughs> you know, play the ball where it lies, so to speak. Just wherever it lands, just let it sit there for the rest of the time. Uh, then it would be two on the nose. Well, maybe right? not an ejector seat, but maybe some like confetti <laughs> cannons. <That'd... laughs> oh, no one would expect that. Especially if it was like Oprah style where it's randomly hit under someone's seat. <laughs> you get a body part. You get a body part. Oh, <laughs> you went there. Okay. Man, it's cold outside. Um, oh, ooh. Barry had just moved the drink away, and <laughs> you called it. Nice job. Um, so no, I still think another one bites the dust would be a good a good song to play at a funeral. Um, again, very on the nose, but also you know, funny. Yep, I'm I'm kind of there with that one too. So like I that that is definitely on my list further down. But it it, um, it definitely has to pre it it definitely has to follow the preceding song though. Well, and I would also say, That's if funny, you don't have a guitar solo, see it on here. but instead you were to fill that in with some organ solo, oh, like yeah. a dope organ solo on that mm-hmm. would uh, be really good. And that's where I, 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 I'm not thinking of like necessarily all of these being done like in their traditional sense with like, you know, full band or something oh, like no, that. Sure. I, I think a dope organ solo on Another One Bites the Dust is like the motivating factor in wanting to be there. And I don't think anyone else is going to do it. So, damn it, I will die for that uh, in good time, not necessarily just because of that. Yeah. Um, I think that, again, another one that's just right on the nose, so to speak, is for the exit. Uh, what's it called? The formal topic at funerals? The exit music? Postlude? Postlude recessional? Postlude recessional. That was the one I was thinking of. Um, don't Fear the Reaper by Blue Oyster Cult. And, again... <laughs> Um, organ and cowbell, <laughs> just, just that, like n- no one else should even sing it. Just like it sounds in my head as I hear it. It sounds like a carnival soundtrack there. 
but then just literally cowbells available where people can just grab the cowbells and just go crazy. Like, if there's kids there, you just have the little cowbells up in front that the kids are allowed to just take the cowbells and go nuts. Like, that just sounds like fun. Just fun. I agree. Uh, mm-hmm. um, then I have a couple songs that are the... I have t- three songs that I have on my list here that are ones that either I don't think get enough play anywhere, and I always look for an excuse to play it. Um, so I'll start with that one. Everybody's Free to Wear Sunscreen by Boz Lerman. <laughs> I love that one. I love it, and it was like, uh, like it was so relevant for like a fifteen second period. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Carrie, are you even familiar with this one? As I'm looking at you, yeah. Everyone else's reaction, yeah. It it was it was like a really big deal for a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. And if you don't know and it, yep. it just it, it starts with to the class of 1999. And if you un- if you, everyone if you're familiar wear, with that, wear sunscreen. sunscreen. <laughs> you'll know it and i mean like the whole thing is it talks through a life and that's part of the reason why i still think it's rather fitting it it gives so much about life and i feel like depending on the lens that you're listening to it changes the song and like that that's where some of these some of these songs i i think are just really fitting so i'll go into my my one that's really serious on here that i think is a it's a very powerful funeral song um, given in that context, is Pictures in My Head from the soundtrack to the movie The Muppets. Good old Kermit sung it there, and I'm not sure how many of you are familiar with it. I yep. see Josh nodding along. Mm-hmm. In that context, it is a very, it's a very powerful song, and the whole thing is looking back on life and where people are, the relationships that you had, everything fades to being pictures in your head rather than being something tangible. And that is, is a very fitting song looking at the end of someone's life. And see, there's no comments. It's just nodding because now, oh, we went for the sad, serious shit. So I'll also say my other song that I have that is on that same exact thing that's not on my list um, because I wanted the reaction on this. This dates back to the Love Song episode that we released a very long time ago where Josh wasn't able to be with us at that recording, and he texted in (laughs) his songs in a paragraph. And it ended with, do you want to build a snowman? And if you remember that episode, we have a discussion where Barry and I are both like, I've never thought about it in that context. Yes, this song is a love song. Like, how can I not have thought about it this way? And we were like, we don't know if that's what he actually meant. And it all came down to, no, Josh was literally just asking if I wanted to build a snowman with the kids because it had recently snowed. Um, I'm basically the comic relief of the, the episode. Like, it, it was gold. It really was gold. <laughs> and, and again, I think we we spent so much time on that particular song talking about it on that episode. That song has stayed with me, and I still listen to that one, thinking of all the different contexts that it's played in. And I feel it's a very pretty funeral song. And that one will actually be on my list. Um, And I think there's a point of changing relationships, the fun that it used to be, things transfer, and kind of parting ways. And uh, in that context, it's a beautiful song. I'll I'll give the songwriters that. It is a beautiful uh, love song. Thank you, Josh, for that that suggestion. Yeah, well, you know, just the snow brought it out to me. So. Yeah. Now, my, my last two that I have on my list that I shared, or my last three, I should say. Um, so two of them I would love to have sung by a group, 
and that would be either Friday or Chinese food, if you're not familiar with those, just because they are terrible fucking songs, and I think everyone should have to endure singing them. If um, anybody who is one of the bandwagon anti-Nickelbackers no, they've got nothing on Friday or Chinese food. Chinese food has to be one of the worst. And yet the worst part about it is it gets stuck in your head. So <laughs> I won't say anything more about those two. Definitely check them out if you don't know them. Um, but the real song. And this one is the number one top song I want played at my funeral. Is Dracula's Lament from Forgetting Sarah Marshall. Oh, and yes. if possible, I would like <laughs> my kids to sing it whilst playing instruments. Uh, well, who's going to do the puppet? See, and honestly, I'm okay with them. Them, They could even be like in cosplay as Dracula, <laughs> which would just make it like that much better. But th- the lyrics of this one, um, it's getting kind of hard to believe things are going to get better. I believe it's, I've been drowning too long to believe that the tide's going to turn. I've been living too much to believe things are going to get easier. I'm still trying to something the the pain from the lessons I've learned, which is like, okay, yes, this is a sad song. And it's kind of written in a melody that you're like, oh, okay, yes, this is kind of taking taking you back. And then the next line is, and if I see Van Helsing, I swear to the Lord, I will slay him. Take it from me, and I swear I will let it be known. Blood will rain down his head when he is decapitated. His head on my mantle is how I will let this world know how much I love you. Die, die, die. I can't. Now, how dedicated to having that song at my funeral am I? I sing it with my kids at least once a week so I can make sure that they have fond memories of this motherfucking face singing it with them so they'll be empowered to sing it at my fucking funeral over my dead-ass body because it's important to me. I just love that this is like your tuck-in song with your kids. Oh, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Um, and, and, And the whole thing is those who know the song are going to figure it out really fucking quick. And those that don't are going to be real fucking confused <laughs> halfway through the song. And I'm not looking for a congregation to have it. I don't want the lyrics printed in the thing. I just want the kids to get up there and be like, oh, we have a special musical number by this dead motherfucker's kids. <laughs> Here it is. And when it gets to the, and if I see Van Helsing, I swear to the Lord, I will slay him. Someone in the audience is going to be like, oh, shit, these kids have gone rogue. <laughs> and then it just keeps going. But the practical side is, and I know that Barry actually has, um, when I talked to this about Barry some time ago, it's inevitably going to be a little bit ruined by the fact that it's going to have the opening strum. Someone's going to know what it is and just snort because they're going to know what's coming. <laughs> And those that know are probably going to start losing it before the joke can get there for everybody else. I, I just love and it the, will still be worth. I just it. love that the intro is like, and okay, and this dead motherfucker's kids are going to sing a song. <laughs> right. <laughs> I hope that's like the pastor or priest's part. Like, I hope whoever is officiating. You think I'm going to be allowed in a church? Let's just be real for a second. <laughs> well, okay, yeah. whoever is leading it and pretending to be a pastor, whoever got their ordination online and decided. I'll be totally honest. I'll be lucky if I can book the Four Seasons Total Lawn (laughs) Care in Philadelphia for my funeral. Uh, Making, raking uh, funerals great again, right? Hey, yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so that's my list. Um, And again, I'm sure that other ones will probably pop into my head as we talk. 
but Dracula's Lament is the most important song to be played at my funeral. So if anybody can do me the favor, make sure that one's done. And again, I really hope my kids would do it. And this is really a little bit on the fucked up side. But honestly, if they were a little teary-eyed while they were singing it, it might just make it that much better. Uh, yeah, I see that. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's nothing better than making your kids cry, right? I mean, I say no to them all the time. Can we have candy for dinner? No. Tears. I'm cool with it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Carrie? All right. Who wants to follow up to uh, <laughs> Dracula's Lament? Right. Okay. All right, there we go. I was, was going to say, I uh, felt like it's been a lot of, like, Carson and I just kind of laughing at each other. Uh, and so, Yeah, I, it's only been 25 minutes of me yeah. laughing and talking. It's cool. <laughs> I've been chirping in there. Yeah. Chirp. Uh, so I wanted to go with a traditional kind of, like, march for the procession in. Uh, although I know you don't usually, you know, usually the casket's just sitting up there, but. So I found this great uh, Czechoslovakian uh, military song, the March um, Entry of the Gladiators, uh, which uh, I think everybody everybody knows, right? Carrie's laughing. Uh, are, so. are you Czechoslovakian? And are no. you calling yourself but a I, I can't even pronounce that word properly. Ent- entry che- of the Czechoslovakian? Gladiators. Czechoslovakian? <laughs> yeah, it's a, che- it's a Czechoslovakian uh, military march. Didn't you fucking listen to the list? No, okay. I set mine in early and nobody else did. So I just kind of like dissipated for the week. Hey, listen, I sent mine <laughs> in approximately seven or eight hours before we recorded. Well, I know the due date was like five days ago. <laughs> this Czechoslovakian uh, military march is pretty much uh, known as the circus parade to everybody else. But its real title is Entry of the Gladiators. So are you doing that so because like, you want something serious or because you want it to, again to be viewed as a circus? Just clarification. I want it to start out as a circus. So is this like okay. do you have bears so on a unicycle? Instrumentation. Instrumentation is a pipe organ. Okay. Because I was actually thinking if you really wanted it to, like one of the kids' toy organs would also be pretty dope. Oh, it would Whoa. be pretty cool. Oh, you know what it would be nice? Like because it's got that part that comes down, you know, like the, 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 count, the, is the counter melody? I don't know. But if we get some handbells going on, that'd be that'd be fucking awesome too. But you know, this is the so anyway. It's it's a really pretty cool march if you actually think about about a march. Usually, you only hear about five second clip to introduce. Is that to get everybody into their seats quickly, or no? I mean, you know. And honestly, if someone wants to transpose it into a minor key. Hey, go ahead. Uh, that'd be funny, but uh, entry of the gladiators would be uh, would be pretty cool. Uh, then, uh, let's see, uh, Rainbow Connection, uh, one of my favorite songs, also mm-hmm. also a Muppet song, uh, and uh, that's just always one that's uh, uh, I've always liked. It it uh, I think it's a little funny because people are gonna picture Kermit the Frog. Uh, and it'd be great to have somebody uh, sing it in front of the church playing a banjo. Uh, but if we can't get any banjo players, probably just acoustic guitar would be great. Now, again, for the seriousness of this, if you have someone playing banjo singing Rainbow Connection, 
I assume you would want the crowd to get involved with that because I think there's a, a natural swell that I think would be good. Uh-huh. Is that my understanding? Well, I wasn't going to, but what would you suggest? Well, honestly, personal suggestion is have a super serious funeral, but have someone dressed as Kermit <laughs> and um, like just in like a bad frat frog costume and just have nothing mentioned about it. But I think that there's a natural part where, okay, everybody, um, they will find. Like, I think well, there's I a was, natural good build now to it. I was kind of thinking, you know, at the end when you'd say everybody and you could have a part where the, the congregation stands and sings with. And then you have little masks that you can have the, the Sunday school kids make that are little Kermit masks on popsicle sticks, and everybody can hold them up in front of their faces as they finish it. You're making a Sunday school Is there going to be one funeral? Miss Piggy in the batch just because? Uh, no, but probably a Gonzo. Anyway. I missed what you said, Carrie. What was that? I'm just confused as to why Barry thinks he can enlist the Sunday school children to prep crafts for his funeral. Oh, I mean, it's well, it's there actually. If you if you if you have kids, that's actually like yeah, a dope thought. Like, okay, kids, I'm sp- I'm trying to be serious here. Uh, color this thing, decorate this mask. Yeah, and inevitably, none of them will end up looking Look, like Kermit, but that's fine. As Dad's sitting in the hospital, he's going to have a bunch of these things printed off and ready for you with uh, crayons and markers. So as you come to visit, it's like, hey, that's great. No, that's great that you stopped by. Why don't you? Why don't you color a couple of Kermits? Maybe throw in a Gonzo, and uh, you know that way we'll get it done in no time. <laughs> it sounds like a food order. Hey, uh, could I get a couple of Kermits? Maybe throw in a hey. Gonzo. Yeah, well now it's like the, on the, side, the Muppet yeah, movie <laughs> where they wanted to, you know, cook Kermit's legs. Uh, so the third song is "You Can't Always Get What You Want." I think it would be great to kind of have it, you know, <laughs> at, with the choir. With the French horn, I really think the French horn sells that song. But kind of like, look, you know, life goes by so quick. You might have had plans, but those plans, uh, they didn't happen. But you know what? Probably uh, probably turned out all right. So then that was on my list for wedding songs, but yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they're both transition points in life. Exactly. Uh, and then what a wonderful world, uh, the uh, Joy Ramon version, uh, which I think, considering he, you know, uh, recorded that when he was uh, suffering from lymphoma, lymphoma, and it was released posthumously, is just more, uh, you know, more funeral-like than the original, because uh, it's got kind of an edge to it. And, uh, you know, the album it was on was called, you know, Don't Worry About Me. So it's just kind of like, look, I had a good one. Check you later. And it's a really great uh, recording of that song, too. So hopefully we could, I mean, I'm pretty sure you could, if you got somebody who can play acoustic guitar, you somebody can play, uh, you know, plug in an electric guitar and, 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 and get that done. So uh, where are we after here? And... Oh, and then the end is uh, a little ditty called Throne Room slash end title from the Star Wars soundtrack. I would like to interrupt you real quick on this one. Yeah. Because when I read through your list, uh-huh. I read the Throne Room, and then I went went on. It's that, that song at the end of Star Wars New Hope. But what I immediately pictured when I read Throne Room was the sound or the opening theme to Game of Thrones. And I was like, ooh. 
And then I actually got a little bit let down when I was like, oh, the Star Wars one. I'm like, yeah, it's not bad. But also, like, <laughs> just, just there's something about there's a there, there's an image that gets painted with Game of Thrones being being played at a funeral. No, but I thought this one would be good because it's kind of a it's kind of actually just a straightforward march, but then you get some of the Star Wars themes, uh, you know, thrown in there. You get Princess Leia's themes and Luke's theme, and and you know, it's kind of, some of that stuff is sprinkled throughout. You get the Imperial march thrown in there a little bit, and honestly. I heard a, a version recorded at the National Cathedral um, on May the 4th. I don't know if it was last year, but a couple of years ago. It was on uh, YouTube. But there's there's some good uh, good organ uh, uh, charts out there for this. So I think it'd be uh, I think it'd be a fun one. It would make people kind of smirk on the way out. So not completely crazy. You know, I'm not wearing any, ma- making anybody wear Justin Bieber T-shirts, but you know. If you've got a black suit and a white shirt and a black tie, you may as well throw in a fedora. I'm just saying, because uh, <laughs> if if someone dresses like the Blues Brothers, that'd be pretty cool. I was thinking about the ska song when you were just black shoes, black shirt, uh, black pants, white t- white shirt. Yeah, Cadillac, mm-hmm. time bomb. There it is. Maybe. I'm two drinks in and ready to mock somebody. So, like, you know, like. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm, I'm picking up what you're putting down. Yeah. You said ska song. I'm like, ska song. I mean, yeah, he talks a little bit about swing music and ska occasionally. And we're like, we know black shoes. I'm like, oh, I'm with you. Got it. Okay. But, I mean, baby, it is cold outside. Carrie, what are you All right, Carrie, what you got? Moonshine over there? Always. I'm always drinking moonshine. It's how I grew up, Barry. I, I know it's COVID time, but damn, she's uh, she's drinking out of a mason jar, or clear liquid. I'm I'm just guessing it's white lightning. I mean, I'm staying inside. You gotta figure out something to do. And drink. That solves two problems, Barry. <laughs> <laughs> um, I only have two songs, cause it's been a week, friends. But um. My my serious song is um, I Want Wildflowers by Tom Petty played because it's a beautiful song. Um, I also walked down the aisle to it at my wedding, so there's that. Um, but I, I just... Did you let something other than Bob Dylan play at a wedding? No, it was... I don't think a single Bob Dylan song was It's played. her funeral. It's not his funeral. Oh, it's right. Don't <laughs> fuck with the bride. Got it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. It was bride right. rules. I'm picking up his foot down. <laughs> You know, uh, that one is not one of his better known songs. And uh, I mean, I've, I've heard it before, but I was listening to it today and I was like, you know what? Yeah, that, that really sounds like Carrie. Thanks, Barry. Um, yeah, it's it's one of my favorite songs. I think it is my favorite Tom Petty song, but yeah, not known as well. So look it up, friends. So real quick, when you were listening to my playlist, you listened to Limp Biscuit Nookie and you didn't think, yeah, that song's Carson. <laughs> No, I, I thought, no, Karsten's really trying to shock people. I can see that even in death, he's trying to grab the, the, the spotlight. Again, I go back to, I like to imagine a crowd. I also recognize I'm kind of an asshole, so I don't think anyone would show up. But if there was a crowd, I would love to hear, like, I would love the idea of Limp Biscuit being, Limp Biscuit Nookie being sung by a group. Um, there and I, I will say that whole idea came out of a friend of mine went to a uh, like a a beer garden where they had karaoke, and like 
it was just country songs that were being done over and over and over and over. And my buddy was sitting there, and this guy walks up and goes, all right, let's knock the shit off and get some fucking Limp biscuit up in this bitch. <laughs> and then <laughs> did a Limp biscuit song. And everyone just looked just furious. And as it was going on, they just filled the fucking karaoke list for like the next two hours. Like, and I think it was really just to make sure that he <laughs> did not get another chance. <laughs> and that really kind of opened my eyes to like, you know what? Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. You know, one time I was I was at a bar and there was a DJ and uh, this was at Shar's Country Palace. So I don't know if you guys have ever been there. Um, but there were some people sitting around and the DJ's like, come on, everybody, get out and dance. And uh, he played like eight songs. And I went up there and I was like, hey, no one's dancing. So could you just play Rape Me for uh, for the next song? And he's like, I'm not playing that fucking song, man. I, I'll get kicked out. I was like, dude, just play the fucking song. And I walked back and two songs later, he played Rape Me and like the floor filled up. And I don't really think Rape Me is a dancey song, but. You know, Nirvana's got it going, so. <laughs> and Barry just got the hat. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, honestly, I was going to follow up, but then when no one else was going to talk, I'm like, okay, we're all silently going to go here and just let this pause happen. Yeah. Um, but no, I think that also, what I love is probably in the DJ's head's like all, oh, fuck, is that guy just like leading the crowd? <laughs> or is this crowd just like, God damn it. Like <laughs> he just follows it up with like some Benny Benassi and just clears the crowd clears the floor again where it's like, Oh, maybe we got something to move to while you were there. Yeah. Um I did DJ a wedding where um exact the bride and groom had like hand selected the order they wanted songs played in and the music they wanted to play, and I was like, I don't think people are gonna dance to this. And they were like, Trust us, we know our friends. Well, first off, you may know your friends but your friends don't know your music taste. <laughs> and so they finally like came up because no one was dancing, and they were like, go ahead and play whatever you want. Played like two or three songs. Literally got the floor pretty well filled. And then they came over like, okay, okay, come back to our playlist now that everyone's out there. And cleared it. Real fun. Anyways, Carrie, what was your other song? My other song is called I Came Around by the band Murder by Death, which I find... A band named Murder by Death is appropriate for a funeral, first of all. Mm-hmm. Second of all, um, I saw them, I've seen them live a couple times, but at one point, or at one of their shows, uh, the lead singer said, this is a song about going to a funeral of a guy that you think is kind of an asshole, and then realizing maybe he's not so bad. And that, right there, I was like, well, this is being played at my funeral. Um, but it's a really, <laughs> it's like... A really entertaining song, I think. Um, there's like it, it's decently catchy and it tells a good story. Um, I really appreciate that, like the two stanzas that I want to uh, reference now is he says, "I took you for a hanger on, but the way those folks all wept, you must have been doing something right to have the company you kept. The drinks kept coming, and I loosed my tongue and I talked a little shit, but your friends just laughed and chimed right in, telling yarns so good it made me quit." I just appreciate, like, the story of going to a funeral. Like, I don't know why he showed up to a funeral of a man that he thought was an asshole. But I like the fact that he was like, no, we'll just, like, after, like, after drinking at this funeral with his buddies, suddenly realized that the guy wasn't so bad. I, I like it. That's kind of the opposite that I imagine might happen with me. People would be like, oh, I 
guy, you know, he's not so bad. And then after you get around, everyone talks about me. They're like, oh, oh nope, he's just an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> right. It's just the inverse. It's the negative image of your funeral. Yeah. Is my yeah, funeral exactly. song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you three all outlast me, please just do your best to make sure everyone thinks I'm, I was just a bastard. Hey, by the you end. know, I will want to show up just to throw fuel on the fire, if nothing else. So, I mean, perfect. I mean, honestly, if the three of you outlast me, um, please just while you're there, just do an interruption episode. Like the three of you just sit next <laughs> to each other and just record an episode while it's going on. Like, I uh, think yeah, I, I might just bring my own cake that you know says "Welcome Home, Veronica" or something. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think we would both we we, we would balloons. enjoy that that and yeah, so they would happy first <laughs> communion. Literally, just like I'm not sure this dude's in the right place, but I think it's just too awkward for him to leave. Like, <laughs> look, I've got my Justin Bieber shirt on. What do you want? <laughs> I think I'm the godparent. <laughs> wait, wait. Can I where do can I, I sit? Can I wear a Jeff Goldblum shirt instead? I'm in the C section. Asking for like, a friend. I'm, I'm supposed to. <laughs> <Sure>. <laughs> or maybe save Ferris. <laughs> there's there's just so many good ways to go with that. Honestly, if my funeral goes half as well as I'd like it to be, I'm really gonna be bummed out. I'm not there. <laughs> yeah. You'll be the. You'll well, be I mean, there. I'm there, spirit. but you know. Come on. <laughs> sure. If you're not haunting Are, that thing and like some weird ghostly like vase gets chucked across the, the room, I'm not gonna be sure it's your funeral. To be quite honest, dude, if, if I was gonna be it. haunting, I, I I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> be pretty good. Did you hear the? There was a. I think it was a Scottish guy. He had recorded a message to to put in a yes re- from inside yeah. the casket. <laughs> it was that like, was so good. Him knocking, going hey. Don't bury me. Let me, Let out. me out of here. And all is, you know, like everybody was in on the joke, but they were all just bent over laughing because this was his 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 idea and he wanted it so bad. And so when and he goes into Neil Diamond, <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so good. The best part is everybody going, Bob. I'll try to find a link to it and throw it in the show notes. <laughs> so good. So good. So good. Josh, what do you got on your playlist, man? All right, so I know I only put five songs on there, but there, there's there's quite a few other songs. And uh, as Carson, my, my uh, funeral playlist is ever evolving. Um, it, you know, you're right. There are more than five songs. Yeah, Josh. I come to find out. Yeah, it's it's been a shocker. Um, but uh, over over these uh, last four years, I've learned that there are more than five songs. So. <laughs> <laughs> so with the that podcast, josh thought there were only five songs like yeah it's 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 been a rough road uh so <laughs> a lot of learning. Steep learning curve. uh so yeah so the, the the choir um will be singing best day of my life by uh american authors as as everybody's being seated because like you know i'm i'm not here anymore so like there's obviously some good things going on, like in everybody's life right now. <laughs> I just want to say, I know the church that you currently attend, and I know who leads the choir, and I can just imagine that not going over well. <laughs> and that is actually like, you show up just to watch that shit show happen. I mean, it would just be fantastic and amazing and 
definitely uh imgur and reddit worthy so yes <laughs> oh hell yeah um but then like i i know uh carson and barry you also had some muffet references and uh muffet mu- muppet that's a, you know so. yeah i was gonna say was wow like, you're more than two drinks yeah, out no, at this I'm point. A- <laughs> i mean baby it is cold outside yeah i'm on dream what I appreciated out of that real quick is when I started talking, mm-hmm. Carrie just reached for the drink it looked like, just waiting for it. Like, I know what's coming. Yep. Hand on drink. There it is. <laughs> I like to be prepared. Anyways, so the Muffets, yeah, so the you Muffets, were saying. You know, they they do all these, like, ridiculous songs. And so one of my favorite ones is uh, Menomina, uh by the the weird. I don't even know what they are. Uh, but it's like one of the most iconic songs uh, from them, and so, but I, uh, what, yeah, by the Muffets, <laughs> the Muffets, fucking a, like fucking Muffets. All right, so it's officially explicit now. Like we've at least said fuck <laughs> nineteen times. I mean, yeah, it's probably explicit <laughs> a few times over. Yeah. So, Benomina. so phenomena, but by Cake. Like I really. I really enjoy their their rendition of that with the guitars and everything, and it just kind of has that yeah, like you you listen to it. So in your image, you're you're going to have cake come perform it. Oh, for like you wouldn't. Right, oh. obviously. <laughs> True story. During earlier in COVID, I made a comment like, "We'll see if I make it through this." And a coworker of mine goes, "Hey, I'm gonna do you a favor. If you die from COVID, I'm sending a message to Jason Siegel and asking him if he'll play Dracula's <laughs> Lament at your funeral." Because <laughs> you got my word for it. That was really nice of you, Barry. <laughs> it wasn't Barry. <laughs> Barry immediately goes, "This is this is the flip side, okay? If I start, if I somehow start dying or whatever, Barry goes." Fuck, someone has to learn how to upload some <laughs> podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and edit. Yeah, I was just, and I'm edit. pulling for you. I still haven't learned. <laughs> Keep your stick on the guys. So. <laughs> but then, like, there, there'd there be a point to, like, that there'd be, um, you know, like, a, a remembrance, like, a couple words said, and then there'd be there'd be part of a Bill Haley song uh, that, that comes on. And, and I don't know if you're familiar with bill haley uh or not but uh this is a song called see you later alligator uh and it would jump right into that and so like just into the chorus and it's it's pretty much just for the chorus and then it would go into green days ha ha you're dead um from (laughs) from there Uh, a couple couple other words said and then um, and then it would go into the story of, of how I died. Uh, and then by uh, Tangerine Kitty, they have just a really fun song, uh, Dumb Ways to Die. Uh, I don't know if you've <laughs> that you've heard the song or not, but you should. Tangerine Kitty's Dumb Way to Die. Um, and they just have all these different amazing, fun, goofy ways to die. <laughs> And you know, you know, like when you when you think about like death, like w- what are the ways that you want to go out? Like, is it like from old age? Josh, do we need to be concerned? <laughs> I mean, well, I w- w- yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, so yeah. yeah. What way do you want to go out? I mean, yeah, well. as long as it's fun. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> but, you know, like everybody dies in different ways. You know, is it is it a old age? Not here for a long time, but you're here for a good time. <laughs> and that's the whole premise of the song. <laughs> but yeah, you know, like do do you um, do you live your life to the fullest, or 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 do you not? Like that's that's basically what it what it comes down to. Uh, and I so far have not. So. Um, so with that, uh, then it would go into just the the beginning, like then you'd have a, a, a the choir again, go into Queen's Bicycle, um, for for that just brief. That's a fairly fitting song yeah. for you, man. Yeah. I'm not gonna and lie. So, like so, then you have have that, and then but it's not the it's Are not the full it's not the full song. Bicycle riders come through the church. It's not the full song because like I'm hoping that maybe I have died from riding the bicycle. <laughs> Uh, and then, then it goes into Queens. I, another I one bites likely. the dust. So I mean, you get the chorus, uh, like you get the intro of bicycle, bicycle. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. And very like, nice. That's that's when you know that that, that that's a um, that's that's Joshua's funeral right there. Like this. Um, on a quick tangent, just to make this a little bit more about me. <laughs> um, in my teenage years, I was thrown out of a Target for riding our bicycles or riding bicycles through the target store whilst trying to get people to sing the bicycle <laughs> song with us. And honestly, no one in the target seemed to have problems until we rode through electronics. And then it was a quick, absolutely not. And we were escorted <laughs> out by their uh, security. Yeah. And it was attached to a mall. So we had their security and mall security walk us out. Did they, and did they walk you out with the Segway? The other person who I was with, uh, they said they just kind of walks out like literally like they were like hurting us like big hands like we're gonna have to have you leave, and of course because you know I have to be that guy and the other person who I was with who was doing it as well, we walked out with her hands behind our head, still singing, <laughs> on our way out. But it's very difficult for me to not think of that song or not think of that moment whenever I hear that song for obvious reasons, and I stand by about fifty percent of that decision. <laughs> I would stand by eighty percent of it. So you know. <laughs> well, I was just wondering, are you going to have people ride bicycles through the church ringing bells? Again, so much of an assumption this is happening at a yeah. church. Yeah, I mean, because then you got to go into the next song uh, by Gloria Gaynor, uh, which is I Will Survive. Um, so, like, you're not getting the full song of each of these, but you're <laughs> you're getting snippets into into different songs. I feel like uh, and I then, feel like you're, and then you're going into... You have Bye Bye Bye. By NSYNC, come in. Like, isn't the? <laughs> can you can you go back to "I Will Survive" because that just this seems a little uh, confusing compared to everything else. I mean, it's a good dance number yeah. in the middle of the funeral. No, I mean, yeah, no. So you have yeah, you, you have yeah, the intro to "Bicycle," another one "Bicycle Dust," and then "I Will Survive" into "Bye Bye Bye." So like just just kind of a teaser. So like at your funeral. So, so this is this is a this is a mashup. But if you were to actually have like a set list, like closed casket, and then I will survive and just have that thing open. Mm -hmm. Okay, so this is so yeah, and then oh, and then it opens. Is a cute of Backstreet's back when the casket <laughs> opens. <laughs> That, that'd be fantastic. So, like, I will survive. So n now I'm getting like 
more things going through my head now where like I will survive. The casket opens, and then have you guys seen the scene in Mr. Deeds where he goes to like his his uncle's funeral where yeah. like the he opens the casket and the guy pops up like frozen. Yeah, and uh, pops up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. perfect. Yeah, like that's that's it right there. Uh, and then bye bye bye, and then um, uh, and then it would be uh, an acapella singing um, by uh, my stepkids for. Uh, not crying by Flight of the Concords. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so the, these aren't these aren't tears. Like it, my my eyes are just watering right now, and you know it's raining on my face. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh, then you've got exquisite dead guy uh, from They Might Be Giants because who doesn't want that song sung at their funeral? Male or female, it doesn't matter. Like it's 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 pretty general. So, <laughs> but then, uh, on the on the more serious note, like part part of the songs that would actually be like a uh, 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 part of, part of it, like not to say that any of the other songs weren't like serious, <laughs> but um, but uh, a big a big part of uh, my life was also bagpipes. Uh, so I I learned to play Celtic snare when I was twelve years old, and I've been doing that for the the better part of twenty plus years now. Uh, and so, like to hear, uh, to have when the battle's over, Green Hills uh, played on the bagpipes, and then Scotland the Brave uh, to follow that would be uh, that. That would be pretty much how the how the funeral goes. Like, there doesn't have to be much said about who I am, but just like the music in general. <laughs> so. Can I just point out one thing I noticed when I was listening to the the song today? There's no good way. Which song? That this the uh, the the bagpipe song the uh, the battle one when the battle's over uh when the battle's over there's no good way to start a bagpipe song <laughs> no there's not it's have you so ever like, had an opportunity to be in a small room with a lot of bagpipes because you don't fully understand there's no good way to start a bagpipe until you're in a small room I, with a lot well, of bagpipes I haven't been in a small room but I've been in a medium sized room with a lot of bagpipes. and there's still not a good way for them to start then. And so, like, right. that's why I've been a yeah. drummer in the bagpipe band for <laughs> for You're twenty still plus hearing years. It. <laughs> so, as as the drummer for you for marches, their bladders. So this is a march, and so like I specifically chose uh, marches because you know, like the drums start those. <laughs> so it starts off with the roll, and then the bag bagpipes squeak and squawk in their way in, um, or a, a squeeze and burst, as it's called, and then they're playing. So many jokes for the squeeze and burst. Yep. Well, that's what the the bagpipes are known for. Blow, squeeze, and finger. So I can get into a lot of these, but <laughs> we should probably move. It's almost like you've spent some time around bagpipes, yeah, people. Just, just a little <laughs> bit. We should probably move on now. I mean, yes. it is cold outside. So we, we have a bonus section of this episode. <laughs> Um, and we'll try to keep this fairly quick. Yeah. But um, DJ is <laughs> not involved in this episode. But we felt it would be really fitting for us to try to take a guess. Is he in the house? Is he in the house right now? He is downstairs, and I am upstairs. Okay. Have you? Did you tell him about this section no. of the episode? He asked me oh, recording, perfect. and I did not tell him about this section. Of this it. is awesome. So I don't know that DJ actually listens to these episodes, but on the off chance that he listens to this one, this is the Easter egg for DJ. That 
we're giving him <laughs> our suggestion for what would be good funeral music for him. And so uh, we each have one or two songs prepared, I think, uh, just because we need to we need to help DJ in this process again. Like, you know, when you're especially when you're when you're newlyweds, you want to make that document so you can help them, you know, in, in that time of need. And also, Carrie, so pretty soon you'll you know after the the first year of wedded bliss wears off, you you might be you know into planning this funeral. All right, Barry, you want to lead us off? <laughs> well, uh, you know uh, what a fan of uh, Dylan DJ uh, is. So I I thought The Man in Me would be a great song to kind of intro in because uh, I was <laughs> actually saw the uh, Big Lebowski was on HBO the other day, and uh, it starts the music off, or it starts the movie off with The uh, Man in Me. And it's just a great, uh, great song to kind of, you know, move you into the the sanctuary uh, in a very calm way. And then, of course, another Dylan song, uh, "Knocking on Heaven's Door." So very appropriate. Carson, what do you got? Um, I actually found a ten-hour cut of Bob Dylan <laughs> singing "We Are the World." <laughs> And I feel like that is just perfect. Just like in my eyes, start it at the beginning as prelude and just have it subtly in the background throughout the entire thing. Just as a reminder that he's a little bit of a fan of Bob Dylan. But I think the best part about this would also be you don't cut it when other songs are sung. It just <laughs> keeps going in the background. Because if you've listened to it, it's not that it transitions well. It's just essentially a loop of him singing it. And so it's literally just, you know, they could literally sing, like, Amazing Grace or something and just fucking plow right over the top of it. You know? I, I feel like that's that's really, it sets a tone. That it's like the whole time they're like, oh, amazing. Oh, that's right. This guy really liked Bob Dylan. <laughs> I, you know what? I'm not going to forget that. As I'm singing Amazing Grace, like all 12 verses, <laughs> on that seventh verse, you're going to again have that reminder that you're fighting against, we are the world. You're like, oh, yeah, that's right. This guy really liked Bob Dylan. You might even just start going, that's right. Amazing Grace has me <laughs> Josh, what okay, do you got? So, like, I know he's a Dylan fan, but he's also a Beatles fan. And so, like, mm-hmm. I went for one of those uh, lesser-known Beatles uh, songs that is out there, and it's uh, the Beatles' A Day in the Life. I don't know if you've listened, <laughs> listened to the song. This is not really usually <laughs> a funeral song, but I feel like it's it's one appropriate for DJ because he knows the Beatles so well, and, like, no matter what, it's a Beatles song, and he would want these played at his, his funeral. So sure. it's just like an awkward, deep-cut flex from Beyond yeah, the Grave? like, you know. I nice. don't know. He, he might just jump up and run a comb through. Right. He blew his mind out the car, and he didn't notice that the lights had changed. So, you know, like it's. So if you, if that was uh, one of the verses, if you guys didn't know what that was, but the Beatles, a day in the life. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right, Carrie, what do you when you wrap it up with? All right. Well, um, I, <laughs> I found it very sad to be thinking about it, but um. 
I went the more serious route. You have a really big smile on your face. What the hell? <laughs> you're looking very happy for being so sad. You weren't really it. sad, but you're like, you've got this big smile and you're like super excited. Like your posture is just like, and I've got this song. I've got the song. I went with um, In My Life by the Beatles because obviously mm-hmm. I went with, um, is it Sky Full of Stars? Is that what it's called? Yeah, Sky by Full Coldplay? of Stars by Coldplay. Because uh, DJ's a big Coldplay play- fan. Mm-hmm. I also just learned that they played that at the Biden-Harris acceptance speech because it was Bo's favorite song. So that's sad and wonderful. Um, so those are my two serious ones. And then I decided... I had I Contain Multitudes by Bob Dylan. But I'm kind of feeling like he would actually want Murder Most Foul. So that at his funeral, we have like 15 minutes of Bob Dylan. (laughs) So I was actually going to suggest that one. And honestly, that's why I went and searched out a 10 hour cut. Because I was like, you know what? 15 minutes is not long enough. I also, I also like, I ended up going with I Could Say Multitudes, but I should have gone with that one just because I felt like DJ would have wanted me to put that on a playlist, which meant that Barry would have to listen to Bob Dylan for a good portion of his day. You assume that Barry would actually listen to this. An hour cut. <laughs> I know, Carson. You win. <laughs> I want to make people sit there for the full 10 fucking hours listening to the whole thing. Listen, Josh. I listened to every song that was listed uh, before the episode. So. It'll be sitting Shiva for, like, you know, the seven days, but it's just <laughs> that 10-hour loop over and over and over again. And you know what the flip side is? In respect, if Barry outlives DJ, out of respect, Barry will just never listen to Bob Dylan again. <laughs> out of respect for DJ. <laughs> you know, it just pains me too much. It uh, just pains me too much. Yeah, it pains you too much. Completely unrelated to DJ. It just pains you too much. <laughs> now, again, this is all for fun. I do hope that DJ actually does listen to this episode and finds that little Easter egg. Actually, what I kind of hope is that he doesn't listen to it for some time <laughs> and just happens to click back in. Like, hey, did you ever listen to that episode? Oh, you should check it out. Like a year later, and he's like, oh, what the hell? <laughs> At that but. point, Bob Dylan would have come out with like a 57-minute song, and that will be his new favorite. But He'll come out with his Thanksgiving songs, and then... There we go. <laughs> I'd respect that. I'd respect that. All right, so we've talked for a little bit about funerals and funeral music and uh, the whole experience. Hopefully you haven't lost too much respect for any one of us. I don't see how they um, could. Yeah. If this <laughs> I mean, is if what they made it through the intro, they knew what they were on board for. <laughs> yeah. I mean, they've heard the podcast. This, is, this isn't this is anybody's first. Yeah. Uh, does anybody have any closing thoughts about funeral music or music for funerals or dress codes for funerals? banana hammocks and that's good so (laughs) if you outlive me please wear a justin bieber banana hammock to the funeral (laughs) and just try to sit a little bit too close to barry the whole time well it'll start with a hug so also i really hope we all live to a very ripe old age i'll be wearing so it's like goldblum banana hammock an 88 year old uh group of dudes just banana hammocking it up with with carrie fully dressed in like a winter parka (laughs) and a justin bieber t-shirt pulled over the top just 
Gary and DJ sitting an appropriate distance apart. Barry and er, Barry and Josh just essentially cuddling through the whole thing, <laughs> consoling each other. I see that as a definite possibility. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> well, on that note, <laughs> thank you all for uh, for bearing with us through all this. I've been Joshua. I've been Carson. I've been Gary. <laughs> Did you even say it, Karen? Yes. Okay. I didn't hear <laughs> oh, it. Oh, sorry. It's so good. So, again, just real quick, if you guys don't know, we have a real particular order to this. And today was great because we pranked them both. And as Josh said, it literally very just looked like, uh, what the fuck am you I know, supposed to do now? The, the thing is, we're trying to do it because you were like, I like it in a particular order. I and like then it in a particular you're order. You're the one fucking it up. So I know. I know. It's almost like some asshole who doesn't ever say her name correctly. Jesus Christ, you fucking assholes. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you for sharing your time with us. If you like this episode, we are so sorry. But this has been the Black Door Music Argument, where opinions are always welcome. But are probably wrong. Including mine. We provide the best research Wikipedia offers. So tell all of your friends and your mistress. Or your manstress. Or your other token female friends. But not your grandma. Unless your grandma's fucking cool. Make sure to rate and review us on iTunes. Look for us on Instagram. We're not on Instagram. Follow us on Twitter. We don't tweet. Like us on Facebook. Okay, boomer. Talk about us on MySpace. Or Friendster. Stop trying to out MySpace me. And always remember to clear your browser history. But most of all. Especially important. Super crucial. The ultimate. Baby, baby it's, it's cold, cold outside. outside.